Welcome to this Leadership and Personal Empowerment Podcast with your host, best-selling author, organizational consultant, and professional speaker, Dr. Joseph Michelli. How exciting to be back. Let me uh, kind of tell you the evolution of this show, which is all about are we there yet and trying to fun, find the fun road to customer experience. So uh, I am really very excited to be doing this with you today. Um, here's how it went for me. I, um, I have been blogging and podcasting about customer experience now since 2008. I was just cataloging my, my, uh, my podcast recently. And it's kind of striking to me that we've done 450 episodes of, of uh, various podcasts over the years. And so I love podcasting and I really got excited about live streams. And in fact, in 2020, we really ramped up the notion of doing live streams and did weekly live streams for probably five months. And 2020 was a good year for that. People were locked down. A lot of the the thought leaders that I wanted to speak to were available because their schedules were permitting. My schedule allowed me to be at home in my studio to do these with some quality. So everything was, all the stars were aligned and I was really enjoying the phenomena of live streaming. So we did that for those five months and then the world opened up. We were on the road more. The concept of every week doing a live stream was daunting. We found ourselves canceling incredible guests we had incredible guests who had to cancel on us. It was, it was just kind of a time for us to rethink everything. So we took a pause for a period and we decided to come back to the live stream and do it on a once a month basis. So this is the launch of the once a month version of this. Uh, the other interesting tidbit from my world is that we were mixing in, the, in our podcast. We were mixing the five minute weekly blogs that we were doing, the podcast blogs we were doing with the 45 minute live streams, which was really kind of interesting. I guess if you're listening to a podcast every week, one time, one week could be five minutes, the next week would be 45 minutes, really not the optimal listener experience. So we went back and stripped out all of those incredible interviews with the Dickie Smothers of the Smothers Brothers, for example, or Shep Hyken, who's just a buddy of mine who I love and adore. And there are so many other amazing guests that we had in that period of time. And we call that series one of this, Are We There Yet? So if you were to locate Are We There Yet? The uh, fun journey, CX journey uh, podcast, you're going to just hear the long versions of those live streams that we did back uh, last year. So just want to be really clear. We have two uh, live streams now. Um, excuse me. We have two podcasts now that we are engaging out in the world. Uh, so you can find this particular one or you can find our, our broader five-minute one, the one that's been running now for a long period of time. It's just going to try to give you the overlay on that so you could, could see the difference. So our weekly podcast is called Customer Experience University. It's available on Apple Podcasts, so there's not a problem finding it. You can also locate it at podbean.com. That's where we, uh, that's where our page is. So uh, if you're interested in that five-minute podcast, just know that that is up and running. Uh, and it, it's been there since 2008, and we're kind of streamlining it, cleaning that up a bunch. So that's there. And then, obviously, uh, we will have this second season of the are you there yet? 
podcast. So, um, and that's going to be the live streams, the audio from the live streams. All right, enough of that. Lots of background, more than I wanted to get into. I uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the concept behind this particular live stream. For me, customer experience is a journey. It's not a destination. It's a journey. Um, and it's a journey that everybody wants to, you know, they want to arrive at the destination bottom line. I mean, I work with lots of clients and they want to have, you know, 25% of their, their new uh, business coming from referrals, right? So we have to often start and say, well, what percentage is it today? And do you even have a measure, a way to know what percentage of your people are coming in your business as a result of referrals? And frequently they don't. And so we got a long road ahead and 25% is exciting. But when we get there, we probably want to shoot for 26%. And um, so clearly for me, it's a, it's a long road. And it's a very important road. It's a very serious road. It makes a difference for the customers you serve. It makes a difference for your team members who are serving them. It makes a difference for the sustainability of your business. It is important, but important shouldn't make it boring and to the extreme serious. And sometimes I feel like people get into a very pressured rut in this customer experience journey. And quite frankly, it has been for me one of the most joyous things I've ever done. I love watching brands get better at taking care of their own people and then taking care of their customers. I love watching it and it's an incredible amount of self-sustaining fun. And for me, early in my career, I worked with Johnny Yokoyama at the Pike Place Fish Market in Seattle, Washington, where they, they were masters of fun. They throw fish, they engage crowds, there's chanting, kind of a Gregorian chant when a customer makes an order and it's shouted out from the fishmonger and the rest of the chorus of fishmongers join in. It, it was clear to me that you could create an engaging experience. You could have fun along the way and you could even have fun with your customers in some cases. So I decided we're going to take the bus on this journey and it's going to be a fun journey because my other issue in general about podcasts and blogs, and this is kind of the two worlds that I've lived in in my life. I, I worked for a long time for about a decade as a daily radio talk show host in Colorado Springs, Colorado. And you had to be fun. You had to be engaging. If you if you didn't, you didn't have an audience. And we do things like on Fridays, it would be stump the chump and people would, you know, kids would call with their, their in the real moment riddles that I was trying to solve on air. It's like doing math problems live. It was definitely a train wreck. And people people engaged it, loved it, looked forward to it. It was whenever I was in town and people would reach out to me as I was almost always about their kids being involved in this riddle, riddle me Fridays, right? So I want to bring that spirit to this live stream. And I want to have activities that we engage in along the way. I'm calling it play along uh, as we travel along the bus. I want you to be able to play along with me uh, as we do that. So we're going to give you trivia. We'll start it today, even though we don't have a guest today. Um, we will start it today. I also am going to have a co-pilot. So uh, every, every one of these that we can get a guest of, of measure and importance and fun, we will bring them along. So look for co-pilots, look for a section where we're playing along. And if we're going to play along, we should make sure that we give you the opportunity to win something. So we'll have free gear. I'll give you some free gear today. We'll do the play along and the free gear today. We may not be able to get to the uh, guests because we, uh, we want to really just kind of set the stage for what we're gonna be trying to do. We're gonna make sure that every one 
of our fabulous guests uh, knows that they have to provide to us a driving tip. You know, what is the tip they want to give to the audience about how to move forward on the journey to customer experience excellence? How are we going to get there and how do we maintain our sense of fun along the way? So I really want to kind of be an antidote or an, yeah, it's anecdote. Antidote. Yeah, it's antidote. <laughs> We're going to have fun just watching me try to find words. Um, I want to be the antidote to what I think is a boring world of, uh, of podcasts. And we get you know a lot of the same guests asking the same questions with a certain kind of monotone seriousness. Gravitas, we want to try to break through that a bit and, and have fun with the metaphor of being on the bus together. And we are on the bus together. Those of us who are trying to move the needle on how customers feel about the companies that we serve, that, this is a noble journey we're on, and yet it's not an easy journey. It's fit with twists and turns. And a long time ago, I, I ran across a quote where someone said that, you know, the really happy person is the person who can enjoy themselves on a detour. If you cannot enjoy yourself on a detour, you're not really going to get very far in customer experience. Because as soon as you manage one lever, it seems like some other lever is affected and you have to navigate, negotiate. Oftentimes, a detour is just inside of an organization trying to get it to align on the customer experience vision. Sometimes the detour is on budgets and funding and justifying the ROI. So there's lots of detours that happen along the way. I hope some of those become the topics for some of our conversations up ahead. So, um, and that kind of takes me to the next step, which is for this to be truly meaningful, it has to be built from the outside in, right? It needs to be built from you as a person who is in the audience, who wants to learn something, providing me some guidance on who do you want to learn it from? And what is the nature of the thing you want to learn? Because yeah, I don't know at all. Uh, there's a little, there's so much that I don't know. There's more that I don't know than what I know. But often I do know people who know something. I used to say it's not what you know, it's who you know, but it's really not who you know, it's what you know about who you know, meaning that I probably know people who know something about the things that you're interested in, in the space of customer experience. It comes with just being around for a long time. So I would be honored to try to be your bus driver and to the destinations that you want to go and trying to get people on the bus you want to learn from. So I am asking you to reach out to me at your convenience and let me know who and what topics you're interested in having people address. Um, I am very, I'm very easily got, gotten to through my email address. We don't have layers of people that that uh, shelter us from uh, from folks. So you can get a hold of me fairly easily just at joseph at josephmichelli.com. And I welcome the chance to understand who you want to talk to, what do you want to learn, and how can we make this something once a month that you take 30 minutes and you say, well, that was really worth the time. It was fun. It was engaging. It was edifying. Uh, and I'm looking forward to the next episode. And I, I'm part of the community and I'm responsible for co-creating the content. So if we get to that point, this bus will be humming down the road. All right. So Joseph at josephmichelli.com for that bit. I do um, like the title of bus driver because it reminds me of my mom. And I want to just do a homage to my mom for a minute here. When I was, um, when I was in grade school, 
the goal for my family was to get me in college. No one else in my family had gone to college. So there was this hope, maybe, maybe Joseph could do it, who knows? Um, and, but we didn't have much money. So that wasn't gonna be much of a possibility. I was going to public school at the time. There was a Catholic all boys high school that was in the adjacent town and their placement rate into college was high. And my parents thought, well, maybe if we could find a way to get him into that Catholic high school, we could get him, you know, through high school in a way that he'd have a trajectory toward college. So, um, so that was all fine and good, except for the fact we didn't have money to pay for a private you know, all boys school. And fortunately, I was able to get a scholarship in that gave me a partial amount of money toward it. But most importantly, my mom drove the school bus. She also worked in the school kitchen. She did whatever it took to create the kind of resources to enable me to go to that all boys high school. Now, I think in those days, it was huge money. It was like $3,000 a year to attend that high school. And I didn't live there, though most of the students who attended did come from all over the country and they were you know, they were certainly in a better financial place and many of them were boarding students and stayed on campus. I was what was called a day hop. We had to be shuttled in and out. And my mom drove the bus around the area, both to the high school, but also drove a bus to the to a, a Catholic grade school in the area. So suffice it to say, had it not been for my mom being the bus driver, I don't think I would have had uh, high school education of the merit that I did. And that was a trajectory that allowed me to have other things happen that enabled me to be where I am today. So uh, bus driving is one of those things that I am honored to be a part of. I must admit that some of my experiences on the bus with my mom as the bus driver are stories that we will share along our course. Not all of them are things I really want to remember, but I will, I will conjure them up for the purposes of, of the bus driver theme that we have here. All right, so I promised you a couple of things today. I told you that we are going to engage together at least for the purposes of, uh, of some play along, right? So uh, let me use the other play along logo that I'm working on here. Let's see how that, there we go. Just put that play along logo up. Um, so the play along concept here goes like this. I would like to ask a couple of three questions of you. Uh, if you're following along live and you want to give an answer in the comments live, that's great. Uh, you will be the winner by virtue of being alive and engaged in the show. Um, it's a goal of mine to try to get people to participate in the show. And so when you're giving feedback about who you want on the show and you're giving feedback about what you want them to talk about, I'd love it if you'd also send any feedback about what day of the week or week of the month is a good day or week to uh, have a once a month live stream as it works into your schedule and what time of the day based on where you are in the world. Uh, it'd be great to, to get some of that input coming my way. And obviously based on a collective, we'll see if we can't schedule a time that works for the greatest good. Um, so want to be least disruptive and most life enhancing. So however we can make that happen. All right. So we're going to get that feedback from you on time. And now I'm going to go to the play along. Um, a couple of things, if we don't get a correct answer on the play along in the live comments, then this is obviously gonna be replayed um, as it's often done on YouTube and people can access the link on Facebook and on LinkedIn. So uh, the first person who reaches out to me via email 
in any one of those forms and says, here's the answer to question one, question two, or question three, uh, we will have that first person be the recipient of the prize. Um, and you might want to answer all three questions because you may be the second person to answer question one, but the first person to answer question two. So just try to answer all three questions. I, I'm trying to structure this so that the questions are a mix, right? There is a little customer experience stuff in here in the play along, but there's also some just random, wild, bizarro, riddle-ish kind of stuff. Okay, so uh, here we go. Uh, the questions for this week. We'll start with one of the riddle questions. This is a kind of a kid's riddle, so it's we're not going high end on the horsepower here, but here's the question. What did the thief get for stealing the calendar? What did the thief get for stealing the calendar? If you're in the live comments, feel free to pop it in. Otherwise, reach out to me at josephmichelli.com and we will, joseph at josephmichelli.com and we'll make sure that you get credit for that. The prize this week for that question, question number one, the prize is the book, The Airbnb Way. So Airbnb is on a big tear now. Their stock's been really ripping it up. They're, people are traveling. People are, you know, staffing issues sometimes in hotels that people have been encountering. So, you know, the ability to have your whole family together at an Airbnb is very attractive. So the first riddle question, uh, we'll give you a, a copy of the Airbnb way, which I will send to you signed. We'll get all that information worked out via email. So send me your answer to what did the thief get for stealing the calendar? All right, let's go from the absolutely bizarre, absurd, ludicrous to uh, a question from the world of customer experience. And it speaks, I think, a lot to how people have changed what they want and how quickly folks have either accommodated to the changes of customers or not. So this question comes from research that's been done by Gartner. And Gartner is, I'm a big fan of the work they do, and particularly when it comes to customer service and particularly when it comes to, you know, reactive versus proactive customer service. I'm on a big tear on that these days and talking about it a lot, writing about it a lot, working with my clients on it a lot. So how do we go from being a highly reactive experience to a highly proactive experience? Now, one of the facts I'll give you about Gartner, and then I'll ask you a question. Gartner recently did some research that suggests that by 2025, the bulk of all customer interactions are going to be proactive, meaning that rather than I have to pick up a phone, uh, I don't really have like a landline around here, but if I pick up my cell phone and contact a brand because I'm having a problem, those days are going to start to wane. And instead, somebody's going to alert me on my phone telling me, uh, hey, we understand you might be having a problem. Whoops, I almost got on my own live stream there. <laughs> I'm creating problems for myself. Um, the point of the matter is instead of having to wait uh, and call in and exert energy on that front, by 2025, Gartner's predicting that brands are going to predominantly be pushing messages, sending alerts, anticipating needs. So I always love that, that kind of data because if they're right, then you have to think about your own business and go, are we predominantly proactive or are we 80% reactive? Are we waiting for the are we waiting for the customers to call us with their issues? Okay, so that's the context background uh, message. But here's the one that, that I think is uh, interesting. Um, I want you to give me two numbers. And these can be rough. You don't have to give me 
exact numbers, right? But, but generally, give me something within a few percentage points on each of these. So what percentage of customers prefer getting their needs met without having to contact customer service? And it's not 100%, so you'd think. It's, it's really, it's a lot less than you might think. People who say, I really don't want to have a human involved at all when I have a problem. Uh, so I kind of give you a little hint there. It's certainly not 100. Um, then on the flip side, of all those who do want to have service resolved in a self-service modality, what percentage of them say that they're getting that? So we've got two numbers I'm asking you for. And if you can kind of shoot in the range here, approximately what percentage of customers say, I want to get issues resolved and I don't want any people involved. Just get those stinking people out of the way. And then what percentage of people who want largely self-service feel like they're getting it? Feel like brands have really built the business around them, built it in a way that I can opt into self-serve or if worse comes to worse, I need a person, even though I don't want one, uh, I can get them. Uh, and you know the gap there between those currently who are looking for self-service options and those who feel like they're really getting self-service options is an opportunity space for most brands. How well are you doing at enabling people to get their needs met without having to select a person? Now, I like to talk to people, so opting into humans is fine by me. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I really just want to get an answer and I want to be able to get that solution readily. So love to get your answers on that. What percentage of customers prefer to get service resolved without a human attached? And then of those that do want that, what percentage of them are feeling like they're actually getting the self-service that they need, want, or desire? Okay, those are our serious questions. That's, you know, it's really one question. We're calling that number two, number two. And for that, we're gonna give you a copy of the book, Stronger Through Adversity. So if you uh, get question two right before anyone else, you'll get stronger through adversity and we'll be sending it your way. Again, the same methodology applies. Reach out to me at josephjosephmichelli.com. Get a winner. We'll send it your way. Okay. And the final one, again, back to the zone of playful, but it's kind of more of, I think, an adult riddle. I'm not adult like in, you know, it needs to be rated at PG-13 or something, but uh, just a, a riddle that's not something I might ask my grandkids. Um, so here we go. Jenna wrote all of the numbers from 300 to 400. She wrote every number from 300 to 400 on a piece of paper. How many times did Jenna write the digit three? Okay, she wrote all the numbers from 300 to 400. How many times did she write the digit three? Oh, it'd take you a minute or two. So uh, with that in mind, we'd love for you to uh, to write us. That's question three. And the prize for uh, question three is going to be a copy of Leading the Starbucks Way. Now, again, all these are signed copies. All you need to do is reach out to me at joseph at josephmichelli.com. Be the first person with the right answer. And the bus will drop the book off for you with a signature affixed. Okay, got it? Good. All right. I have a I have an ask for you this this month, and and I will try to to limit any asks that are personally favorable to me and focus on other asks. There's so many needs in the community and the world, and 
you know, I'd love to think that we can maybe do some collective good through this live stream as well. So, uh, but this, this month I do have an ask it, you know, every year at this time, uh, there is a vote for people who have had some degree of influence on others in the area of customer service. And as I mentioned to you, I've been doing this, you know, doing blogs and podcasts since 2008 and been involved in customer experience and customer service really since about 1988. You do the math on that one. I don't, that, that's like asking how many threes did generate from 300 to 400. But there's a lot of, a lot of numbers to calculate here. But dating back to 1988, I was involved in customer service in a healthcare system and kind of evolved over my career and continued to do that in various forms and fashions. And so if there's any value you've taken from the 10 books or anything that we do through those 450 podcasts or these live streams, and you feel somewhat inclined to be willing to, to say a kind word in terms of a vote for, uh, for that positive impact, I'd be very grateful. Um, every year, let me take my email address out of there now. Every year, Global Gurus evaluates the impact of various thought leaders in the customer uh, experience, customer service space. And they do that by asking people to, to vote. And they make the vote, you know, unlike a lot of things where I think people could stuff their own ballot box on the internet. This is a, you know, regulated vote. You have to log in uh, typically through LinkedIn or some other platform and, you know, authorize your vote and one vote per customer kind of thing. So I would be really honored if you would consider voting for me uh, in that thought leadership space for globalgurus.org slash customer dash service. So for those of you who are seeing the live stream feed and see the video, you see it on your screen. For those of you who are picking this up as a replay through our podcast, now a podcast ex expressly called uh, our we having fun yet fun on the customer experience journey. If you're following us through the podcast, I'll just repeat that for you. It's global gurus, plural, dot org dash customer slash service. Okay. Well, generally speaking, the live stream services uh, prefer that you make it a full 30 minutes uh, for their live stream so that you're not just popping on and popping off and uh, doing short content. So um, we've really kind of covered that ground today. I just want to reiterate uh, that you can join us via our regular podcast every week for five minutes on Customer Experience University. And you can find that on Apple um, as well as Podbean. And then we've got our current new listing, uh, which is, uh, you know, this question of are we there yet? Fun on the road to customer loyalty. Um, and you can find that podcast on Podbean right now. It's going through that approval process with Apple. So it should be on the Apple store very soon. But uh, we're very grateful if you would follow either of those, if you find value in this. We hope you will play along. Uh, we hope that you will send in uh, the information uh, for the answers to the questions. I guess I should recap them really one more time just for the sake of it. Okay, the first question is, what did the thief get for stealing the calendar? The second question is about what percentage of people prefer to have customer service without a human involved in of those about what percentage of them say they're getting the kind of self-service that they're looking for. And the third question uh, this week is, 
Jenna wrote all the numbers from 300, 400, a piece on, 300 to 400 on a piece of paper. How many times would she write the digit three? Those are the questions in the play along this week. Please write me at joseph at josephmichelli.com so that we can get a real feel for what content you want in the live streams, what date would be a good day of the week and month, and what time of the day tends to be better for you to engage a live stream. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would throw in any additional information or questions about the content or the types of guests that you'd like to have on the live stream. So that's it for this month. Thank you very much. As I end the broadcast, I'll, I'll pop up that, uh, that request again for you to, uh, to make sure that we uh, get your vote uh, here on Global Guru. So let me pop that up really quickly. Um, easy for me to say, not so easy for me to do. The um, Yeah, so here is the way that you can get a hold of us uh, in terms of, uh, or the way you can uh, provide a vote uh, on behalf of us at globalgurus.org uh, slash customer dash service. So thank you very much for that. And uh, I look forward to visiting with you in a month. So uh, be safe. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to you. I know there are a lot of folks out there who may not um, have some family members with them due to health and other circumstances. Thanks for a different kind of table have certainly been there and done that. I hope that you do have people around you who you love and you have much to be thankful for and that you have a chance uh, in this time of year to reflect and be thoughtful about all the people who have served you well in your life and and think about how you can be the source of greatness in the lives of others so that others are thankful for you in the context of their celebrations as well. All right, that's it for the show. I thank you very much and uh, hope you have a great, great month ahead.